Week seven, everybody. Welcome into the show. Welcome into the Fantasy Phenom podcast. That was very. Loud. I think you might just kill their ears. I think I did. Uh, if you're still listening, thank you. Uh, welcome into the <laughs> Fantasy Phenom's podcast. It is Wednesday, October sixteenth. Justin Herforth here again with Andrew Cook. Uh, before we get started, you can follow us on Twitter at the FF Phenoms. Follow myself at Justin Herforth and Andrew at Phenom AC. Andrew, we have a great show for him today. Well, yes, every, we do. Every week is a great show. So this week especially is. This is the best one yet, right? This is a. But this is the best one yet. Romantic show. If you want to say that, we're getting romantic, Justin we're, and we're, I. We're, this we're, week. Ooh, uh, not not <laughs> not the two of us. Oh but well, no, no, yeah. no, no. Of course not. Of course not. Not today, at least. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Um, this is news to me. All right. Um. <laughs> We have a brand new segment uh, called the Fantasy Crushes. Uh, we're our fantasy football crushes, Andrew. Okay. Well, okay. I guess yeah, it could be basketball, baseball, hockey, yeah. NASCAR, <laughs> swimming, tennis, racquetball. I have my fantasy uh, water polo draft coming up this weekend. Oh, should be I'm, exciting. I'm really looking forward That's to it. That's an exciting one. <laughs> but along with the fantasy crushes, we have our week seven matchup breakdowns and also, as always, our phenomenal starts of the week. Uh, but yeah, say hi to the people, Andrew. What's up, people? I hope you're winning. I hope you're doing better than Justin's fantasy team right you now. You know, I'm in I'm in literal turmoil right now. I still have no idea. I'm sitting at one and five currently. I'm gonna just rattle off my starting roster. I have no <laughs> idea how I'm one and five. I get I have had the worst breaks in the entire uh, league this season. Will you rattle off your starting roster, or is your phone my, not gonna my work? app's not gonna load? But I mean, I kind of know my starting lineup at this point. Uh, my lineup currently for this week, we're sitting with Carson Wentz at quarterback, Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen. I have the 49ers defense, and I just got Josh Lambeau a kicker. Uh, just kickers make or break the squad at this point. Now, this is a 12-team league. 12-team so league. This is a crazy stack I, team I just, for 12 teams. I just don't understand. Yeah, I, so I just, out, mm. if you're out there, you think you have a good team. You haven't been getting wins. I mean, Justin's perfect evidence of the fact that you might have a stacked team, but you're just not getting lucky. So. If you guys need a therapy session, follow me at Justin Herforth. We, <laughs> we can talk a little bit if you, if you need Maybe some therapy. Maybe a late night FaceTime. Late night FaceTime. Uh, I'm, I'm open for it. <laughs> I'm here for the people. <laughs> well, um, okay. Sh- do you think we should get into this uh, new segment already? Yeah, what do you think? I, th- I think so. Okay. Um who wants to start? Should I start this off? I'll start this off. Why not? Let's break yeah, it down. We're going to bring it down low. <laughs> bring it down real, real low. For our first player, my first fantasy crush is John Brown. Now, John Brown is a wide receiver <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know that, you should know. And you should look to get him. Because... Through the last five games, 10 targets, 8 targets, 5 targets, 11 targets, and 5 targets. That's a lot of targets. I don't know what it averages to, but it's a lot. So I recommend that you target John Brown because he plays Miami, then the Eagles, then Washington. So you should play him. I highly recommend it. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, My first fantasy crush is Josh Jacobs of the 
Oakland Raiders. He's coming. Oh, bringing it down real low for you. Uh, but Josh Jacobs, he's got a juicy matchup this, coming is up. Is this music just going to keep going? Uh, you know, I think we're going to stop it. Okay, we should probably stop. Yeah, this is getting ridiculous. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you guys still listening if you're there? You know, if you're still listening. If you are aroused, I'm sorry. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, this show's really <laughs> stupid. Um, but yeah, if you're still listening, I really do appreciate that. But anyway, Josh Jacobs of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I'm going to change the tone a little bit. Um, but yeah, he's coming off a... Uh, a bye week, so obviously he didn't play. I hope he didn't start him. Uh, but the week before that, against a very tough Chicago Bears matchup, uh, coming in, everyone was saying this, uh, to sit him, not play him. Uh, he's looked good so far uh, through, like, throughout his entire first five games. Uh, week five against the Bears, put up 27 fantasy points on 26 carries, uh, and he's got a great schedule coming up. This week he has the Packers. He has some other great matchups, including the Lions, the Bengals, the Chargers. Uh, so if you're able to go get Josh Jacobs, I know the price might be a little bit high but he's gonna be a great value for you down the stretch run this season uh he could definitely be a, a league winner for you all right so my next fantasy crush is robert woods uh robert woods is someone i liked at the, since the start of the season i wanted to draft him right now he's like the wide receiver 24 or 23 somewhere around there so he's about at where his adp was when you drafted uh granted i think robert jones Robert Jones. Robert Jones. Is Robert. that is that like the mistress for like Patrice Williams? Or? Yes, Patrice Williams and Robert Jones. Are they a thing? Or? Yes, they're a thing. Oh, okay. Okay. No, Robert Woods. Um, he's been a toss up this year, right? So his lowest score is five point two. You weren't happy that week. Seven point three, seven point three, seven point six. You weren't happy in those games, but the other two, he had twelve point six, twenty two point nine. This is still the wide receiver one for the Rams, even though. Obviously, Cooper Cup is the true one. Woods is the one that's out that is out there on all the snaps, and uh, they play Atlanta this week. So if you can play Robert Woods, I would definitely play him. Then they play at home against Cincy. That's a decent matchup. Then they're on a bye. Then they play at Pittsburgh. That's okay. Then at home against Chicago. At home against Baltimore. Then Arizona. So I think you should try and acquire Robert Woods if you can get, you know, trade a low end wide receiver two for him. I think that'd be a steal. Uh, my next fantasy crush is Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's currently the quarterback seven, believe it or not, uh, on the season for fantasy. Uh, he's also only thrown seven touchdown passes this entire season. So if you can put one and two together there, the touchdowns, they are coming for Kyler Murray. Uh, literally three of his six games so far is zero passing touchdowns. Uh, he's looked really efficient, though, uh, in his work. Uh, the biggest stat with him is his rushing is now starting to come to fruition. Through the first four weeks, he had a combined 18 carries. Uh which is that's solid for a quarterback, but the last two weeks he's had a combined 22, uh, 21 carries uh, to go along with that. So he's getting that solid fantasy floor from the rushing uh, side of things, and he's got a great schedule coming up as well. This week especially he has the Giants, uh, who rank 28th against the uh, the fantasy quarterback. So if you're able to like, go out and get him, especially for this week, I will go ahead and do so. And he's got a pretty solid schedule moving forward. I think by the end of the year he could be sitting as a top five, like, a fringe top five quarterback for fantasy. Yeah, and I traded him away before he kind of started breaking out. Granted, I have Matt Ryan on my team. So Kyler would have been riding the bench. Um, I got Josh Gordon for him at the time, which honestly I think is still okay value. Um, because you can only get so much value for quarterbacks. But now, if I had Kyler, I think I'd be able to get even more value at this point. But um, let me move into my last fantasy crush here, and that is Marlon Mack. 
I've made him my start of the week multiple times. Uh, this is a guy that gets high volume number of rushes. 25 week one, 20 week two. He had 29 week five before the bye. He's going to be fresh. He gets to face Houston at home this week. Then he's at home against Denver. Then at Pittsburgh. Not the greatest matchup there. Then at home against Miami. At home against Jacksonville. So four of his next five games are at home. And they're against middle of the road to low tier defenses. So I would look to grab Marlon Mack if you can. You already know Colts offense has been producing even though Luck's been out. They've been... They beat the Chiefs. He's not just out. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But the, the fact they beat the Chiefs is... It's still it's incredible. It's, the, Frank Reich, shout out to him. He's just an incredible offensive mind. Uh, they're in good hands out there in Indy. You have to buy into the Colts offense at this point. All right, so uh, do you have one more? I do have one more. Uh, this is a kind of a more of a sleeper pick uh, moving forward. Uh, kind of a lesser name than the guys we have been mentioning thus far. But my last guy is Robbie Anderson of the New York Jets. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he's coming off an incredible game against the uh, Dallas Cowboys where no one really expected him to come back and do anything uh, legitimate uh, in that matchup there. Uh, Sam uh, Smooch's Darnold uh, just came back from his mono uh, absence. Now, tell me this. Uh huh. Sam Darnold just came back. Yep. Jalen Ramsey just got traded. Is that a coincidence? I think Sam Darnold like, fought a restraining order against him. Something happened. So he had to go cross country. You're telling me Darnold gets Darnold comes back and Ramsey get traded, all within technically the same week. I mean, it's there's a few days, but but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. So now Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold to the Rams. Get I, ready. I th- whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Replace Jared Goff. Darnold for Goff. <laughs> I still think the Rams are gonna like make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know. Not a chance. What? You don't think? No. Okay. Their offensive line is... We'll see. They're in shambles. We'll see. Okay, so uh, keep talking. So, so Robbie Anderson, uh, he's got a, honestly one of the best schedules coming up for a fantasy wide receiver. Obviously not this week. If you have him on your roster this week, don't play him. Uh, he's play, he's playing against the New England Patriots. Or he has a bad track record, track record against them. He'll be shadowed by Stephon Gilmore. That's just not where anybody wants to be at any point in time. Uh, but the next few weeks, even including next week as well, we can include that. Uh, he's at Jacksonville without Jalen Ramsey. That's a pretty solid matchup. Maybe that's why they traded him next week. They're at Jacksonville. Oh, oh it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Oh, boy. Uh, but they're at Jacksonville. Uh, then, they, then they get Miami, the Giants, the Redskins, and the Raiders for the next four weeks after that. So Robbie Anderson, he could be a guy that could potentially like, catapult you into the playoff race. That's true. Um, so I know I just picked him up off of waivers. If he is on your waiver wire, please check. If Use he's your there. first waiver claim on him. Well, so. it's a little, probably a little late for that now. Yeah. Um, but if he somehow is still there, go get him. Uh, if you need to trade for him, you probably do so. He'll have a bad week this week. His value might go down a little bit after he had that 21-point performance last week. Uh, so his value could be a little lower uh, this time next week. Uh, so if you can get him, I highly recommend doing so. He could uh, pay really high dividends for you. So those were our fantasy crushes. I uh, hope you like the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were they were real great. Um, I hope it made you guys nice and excited about picking up those guys. I better see you guys trade and get those players on your roster. If you have all of them at the same time, oh boy. There's going to be some romance happening on that roster. (laughs) Justin's currently laughing right now. He's actually not. I don't even know if he's here. I I think his spirit has left his body. (laughs) Okay. 
Anyway, moving over to the show is so stupid. (laughs) Well, now okay, you know now we have to get in these matchups. The people are dying to hear our breakdowns. Uh, So let's talk about Thursday night football. Why don't you start talking about it, Justin? Are you able to? Um, I'm 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 recovering. All right, I got. (laughs) Okay, um, so we have a really great matchup uh, tomorrow night. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. Uh, This should be a really High-scoring uh, affair, we're hoping. Uh, Thursday Night Football it's looked a lot better the last few weeks. But obviously the Kansas City Chiefs coming in, they're kind of they're looking okay so far. Uh, last week they kind of bounced back. Tyreek Hill came back. That offense is starting to find a groove a little bit more. Uh, they have a tough matchup defensively. I know Tyreek Hill will be shadowed most likely by Chris Harris. He'll be all over him. So we're going to see how that matchup uh, fares. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty pretty balanced matchup between those guys uh, but some guys you are looking to start obviously you're starting like your pat mahomes travis kelsey tyree kill their auto starts uh damian williams uh you i can't see start him now because uh, the mccoy i know was like, the guy it's tough it's basically like like musical chairs at this point like, i don't i don't i'm okay flexing mccoy in this game other than that i don't want to play yeah i get damian you know i i, I just like you don't know if it's gonna be like Damian Shady or even Daryl Williams for that be. matter. You have no idea uh, how that's gonna fare. But I mean, if I like like Andrew just said, if I had to start any guy, I would probably start Lashawn McCoy uh, in this matchup because he has he has been the best rusher. Uh, Damian Williams still averaging just over a yard per carry, which I think you could do in the NFL. Oh, definitely. I mean, you're an athlete, so you know. I, I get so many yards per carry. I'd be. It's all yard after contact. I think you could just you could push yeah. a, you could push a pile for three yards. You're telling me, some like cornerback that weighs like one eighty tries to tackle me. Oh, he's getting ran over, for <laughs> sure. Give me like, let's see who's a sh- who's a small corner. I don't know. Let's just think of an Eagles guy. How how tall is Jalen Mills? Uh, he's probably about six one. I bet I can run him or over. Or six foot. I can run over Jalen Mills. You think so? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna at Jalen Mills and say you can run him over. I just want to. Oh. I can. If he responds, we're going to make this happen. We're going to get it for you on Twitter. Uh, I'll have a nice video for you. I'm, if, if we could somehow make this happen, this would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, at Jalen Mills. At Jalen Mills, you're called out, buddy. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. You're not going to play football? Then he, go against me. He's off. Uh, he's back at practice this week. He's ready oh, to go, wow, man. Okay. Well, we're going to get him this Sunday. Sounds like I'll be going to practice, and he'll be practicing against right. me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so on the Broncos side, then, yeah. uh, um, I'm not starting Joe Flacco. Bold prediction there. I'm not okay. starting Joe Flacco. I think he could have a good game. I don't. I don't like him. Uh, he could. It's still Joe Flacco. They rely too much on the running game. Uh, Roy Freeman and uh, Philip Lindsay. They're both flexible. I would. I would consider Philip Lindsay like a lower end RB two uh, with Freeman as a flex this week. Uh, they're still both quality starts, especially against that very poor KC defense. Uh, receiver wise, I know Emmanuel Sanders. He was a full participant in practice yesterday, so he's looking on track to play. They seem pretty optimistic about that. But Cortland Sutton, I think he is. Uh, he's become the number one in that offense. Yep. So it was we, Sanders for a few, for a little bit. For like now the first Sutton. two or three weeks, yes. Yeah, uh, and, Sutton. and Sutton's the true number one. Actually, built yeah. like a true number one wide receiver. Sanders is a two. So Sutton most likely will have more fantasy value going forward. Sanders is gonna have. He'll have a boom game here and there, but. Sutton's the guy that you want to own. And start. Yeah, but if you yeah if you have Sutton, uh, you're most likely playing him in this one. I feel pretty good about it as well. Agreed. Uh, and then Noah Fant, man, I'm waiting for the breakout game from him. Could it be tomorrow? It, it I, could the be. Chi- the Chiefs are not very good against the tight end. It could be tomorrow. Uh, I'm waiting for it. They tried to target him in the second half. I believe it was either second quarter or second half. I don't remember. 
but at some point in the game, they yeah, looked at some, some point in the you game, know, they tried to target him, you know? I think he had like four targets last game. Okay, uh, that's your Thursday night preview. If you have any other questions about that, ask us. Then moving on to the Sunday games. We don't have any morning games, so you don't got to wake up early this week. Oh, thank God. Uh, but instead of that, we get to see the Dolphins right at 1 o'clock. You know, can they make that one early? I could just sleep in then. Yeah, this isn't going to be that close. Um, the Dolphins at the Bills. Uh, if you're man, if you're a Dolphins fan, I'm sorry. I'm really. There's no way you even watch. If you're, the you know, if you're point. actually a Dolphins fan, you're a real one. Like, yeah, seriously. If you're sticking with the Dolphins, even with the logo, do you think they'll change their logo again? No, I hope so. Maybe they should change. Maybe should they should like switch to like the narwhals or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, change your name. Okay, no, but um, Dolphins side, Kenyon Drake is not. A desperation no. flex yeah. if you absolutely need it. I know, like, the one weakness that Bill's defense has is defending the run. Uh, you don't know if uh, Kenyon Drake's going to get the entire workload. We saw Mark Walton uh, kind of sneak in a few carries there. Uh, I know he was kind of a, a lower-end like, waiver-wire target uh, in most leagues, but if you have to start anybody, obviously you're starting Kenyon Drake. I don't feel great about starting him at all either. Um yeah, he's a Miami Dolphins. So yeah, exactly. You're not yeah. you're not playing any of the Dolphins here. The Bills defense is good. Plus, they're at home. Uh, for the Bills side, Josh Allen's great start this week. Top ten quarterback, John Brown, great start this week. Frank Gore, I, I think, is an okay start. Lower end RB two. Devin for Singletary me. is back as well. I Singletary is te- so tempting, but. I'd be concerned that the Bills get ahead a lot in this game, and then they just give the ball to Frank Gore. Like, they get so far ahead, and Frank Gore just has, you know, 23 carries, and they're just killing clock. That's my main concern. Singletary, I would not play him this week, even in this juicy matchup, personally. If you want to take the flex shot on him, you can, but... And then Bills defense, great play. I mean, you might have to play Devin Singletary. It's a tough week for buys. I know you might we, have to. We, but... we have the Panthers, Browns, Steelers, and Bucks all on bye week. If you've if you've had Devin Singletary all year though, you haven't been able to play him really for the past like three weeks. So hopefully you have another option. Uh, it's not the worst play. I mean, this is going to be one of their best matchups of the year. So okay, moving over to the Jags at Bengals. Bengals side. Who are you playing at home? Um. So from the Bengals side. I mean, it's it's kind of tough. That's a tough matchup against the Jaguars. You even, think? even without Jalen Ramsey, they're still they still are somewhat of stout defense. Um, I'm not feeling good about Joe Mixon at all. Uh, I mean, I haven't felt really good about him all year. That offensive line is horrendous. There's just nowhere for Mixon to go. So it's really just a shame to see like what's happened his fantasy value. And Gio Bernard got. The, he was in for the majority of snaps yeah. last week. It was like 62-38 or something like it's that. It's just it's really sad to see what's happened with that backfield. Uh, but wide receiver-wise, uh, Tyler Boyd, he's a, he's obviously a great start uh, each and every week until A.J. Green is back. Um, he's basically an automatic play at this point uh, he, as he is the wide receiver one in that offense. And Auden Tate, he's an interesting play as well. Yeah. Uh, he's a He's a great so far in like his limited opportunities. The I, last I few almost weeks. made him my start of the week as a deep mm. start of the week. Okay, because he got twelve targets last week. I, man, I'm I'm confident in him at least wide receiver three flex level. Some of the like, some of the catches he was making, yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I, I mean, if you have AJ Boye, I'm assuming he'd be on I Tyler was, Boyd. I would assume he would be on Tyler Boyd. So, yeah, I mean, there could be a scenario where this game there's just not a lot of scoring. That could happen, and it could just be low-scoring game. 
back and forth with a lot of field goals. But I, hmm. I mean, but Auden Tate I think is a fine play. I, I might be playing Auden Tate this week. I'm leaning towards playing him. I don't know week. if it would be that low scoring. I don't know. Well, that that Jaguars offense. Uh, I'm Le- just saying I Le- can see Leonard a scenario Fournette, that Leonard is. Fournette is going to tr- like just destroy them. Like just stampede <laughs> through that defense. Yeah, it's possible. They're, they're horrendous against the runs. Yeah. They're in Cincinnati, so uh, I think. Speaking the, of the Jags, yeah, like the Bengals will be playing from behind. Leonard Fournette, obviously, if you're pl- if you have him, you're playing him uh, with a lot of confidence. He's a, I think he's an RB one this week easily. Um, I think he's a top ten play, and I mean. Gardner Minshew, you could probably stream him if you need a streamer. He's an okay play. I think it's okay. I don't feel great, but it's okay. I mean, we saw how that went last week, and he had a good matchup. Yeah. So, uh, you can try. If you if you want to go down that path again, it's it's there for you. You know, there might not be another option. If, you, if you're choosing, okay, Gardner Minshew or Joe Flacco against Kansas City. I'll go Minshew. I, I think I'll go Joe Flacco. Uh, I think I'd go Flacco. I just cannot trust Joe Flacco in fantasy. Okay. I yeah. just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's not a good fantasy guy, but he's throwing to Cortland Sutton. So, um, okay. And then anyone else on the Jags? DJ Chark. Uh, DJ Chark. He's an every week play. I mentioned it in last week's podcast. I think he's a top fifteen play rest of season. So this is definitely a matchup you are going to be playing. DJ Chark. DD. Um, you could probably get away with playing him if you need. If DD or Auden Tate in this game. Auden Tate. Yeah, agreed. Easily. Okay, and moving over to Vikings at Lions. Vikings side, Dalvin Cook. I think you should start him. Good running back. And Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. You're probably starting both at this point now. Um, with Diggs popping off last week. If you, How'd you feel about Diggs popping you know, off? I, <laughs> you I, predicted it. I predicted it. But. I started him in DraftKings. But it was at your own expense. It was at my own expense. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's fantastic. What he put up exactly 40, 40 points yeah, in half 40 point points. PPR setting. Uh, oh boy. Uh, well, I mean, you're playing both wide wide receivers at this point. Diggs, I'd say, is a probably mid to low wide if, receiver too. If you can, like, side note, if you can sell high on Stephon Diggs right now, oh yeah, please do it. Oh yeah, if you can flip Diggs for a guy like, oh man, who do you think you could flip Diggs for right now? Oh uh, boy, uh, would you would you flip Diggs for John Brown? Not straight up. Okay. Uh, I still think Diggs... I think you could get that trade, though. If you, you got, like, John Brown plus, uh, you know, plus a I running mean, back. If you want to go after, like, a Brandon Cooks. Okay. Or, like, package maybe and try to get, like, a Kenny Galladay. Like, do a two-for-one there. Um, that's another possibility. Or even, like, a T.Y. Hilton. Uh, go after guys, like, around that caliber. I think you could probably get that maybe deal Maybe a done. Tyler Lockett. Maybe a Tyler Lockett as well. Uh, those are kind of deals you could beginning uh like that's kind of caliber and i would for sure take all like any of those guys i still think he's good rest of season but we know he's yeah bust, it's just it's so. like I, I mentioned it in the preseason show uh stefan diggs is like a basically a roller coaster ride mm-hmm. you're gonna have your ooze and your ahs and then you're gonna be really disappointed once the ride ends if this is a roller coaster you're going high that yeah. 40 we're, points we're that's going, a high we're ride. going on like king to ka here at if you've ever been flags. to king to ka i've i was terrified to go <laughs> on to, uh, king to ka we had our uh senior class trip to six flags and the best part of my day was seeing that king to ka was closed because i am oh, no. i am horrified of roller coasters it's like 10 seconds and it's just like so fun you get shot at i don't even know how fast it is I don't know. I think it's like 80 or 90 miles an hour. It's something incredibly it's fast. It's ridiculous. It, you go on it. If you're in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, East Coast area, go on King Dakar, go to Six Flags. It's great. Um, 
The Vikings side also, Kirk Cousins, you're not playing him, are you? Against the Lions? Uh, I'm probably not playing Kirk this week. Um, I mean, he's a streamable player in some matchups. This is just not one I'm too thrilled about. Lions defense is decent. Yeah, no, they have Darius Slay, uh, one of the elite corners. I know uh, Booger McFarlane was saying (laughs) he's the second best corner in the NFL. yeah, Yeah, they mentioned a corner and then they're like, they mentioned Stephon Gilmore, and then he said Darius Slay is. He's also Darius Slay is. Uh, uh, he was about to say second best, I think. Like he, but then he said, "Oh, he's around the top too, or something like that." You know, Booger McFarlane, he has like some of the greatest, you know, insights ever. I think the other week he said, uh, "You know, at some point you need to get the ball to put up some points." Like, really, Booger? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Hey, bug? don't take shots at him. You might listen to the podcast if you're listening, Booger. We're shout sorry. Out, shout out, Booger McFarlane. <laughs> uh, Lions side, then you're playing on Johnson. Against the Vikings, though, it's still fine, right? RB2. Yeah, I mean, carry on, you most likely need to play him um, just because of probably a lack of depth at running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably don't have a better option, but carry on, he's a, he's a fine play. He's involved in the passing game as well, so I think I think he'll be fine. Kenny Galladay, uh, Marvin Jones, do you play him against the Vikings? I'm not thrilled about it. Maybe, yeah. maybe like a, like a lower-end Wide receiver flex. three? Yeah, like a lower-end wide receiver three this week. Um I'm not thrilled about it, but you could you could probably get away with playing him. Hawkinson, how do you feel about him? Uh, it's a good matchup for tight ends. The Vikings, I think they're like fifth worst against tight end. Um, I don't love Hawkinson right now. If he can now. catch the ball. If he can catch the ball. Oh, my gosh. Like, all he has to do is catch the ball. That's it. I, I, I'm one of the biggest TJ Hawkinson fans out there. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I just dropped him, actually. Oh, I know. Are you picking oh, him up? Oh, I know. You picking him up? <laughs> if I can get him. Okay. But, mm. I doubt it. Uh, okay, and uh, for the Raiders' side... Oh, well, this is the next matchup. <laughs> but, okay, well, let's get to the next matchup. Uh, Raiders at Packers. The Packers won against the Lions. Did they really win yeah, that? they won somehow. Thanks, refs. Uh, but the Packers' side, both running backs now, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, are you fine with playing them both? Or are you still only playing Aaron Jones? I'm fine with playing both, honestly. Now, you still prefer Jones? If I have a choice, Aaron Jones, hands down there. Um, I think he's a superior player, but Jamal Williams, he is flexible um, in most formats there. I mean, he, he looked great last week. I think he had, yeah, like, he had, he like, a, he had like 100 yards and a touchdown. He looked real good. He, like, it, I, just the efficiency, his first game back from injury, he looked great. Um, I would play him. If he's on your waiver wire, pick him up. Uh, but, yeah, you could probably play both easily. And then for wide receivers, Devontae Adams might not play again. Are you playing Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Lazard? I would play Lazard. Really? Over, over, would you actually over, play him? Over MVS? Is that, is that, is that the question Just we're asking? Just in general, would you play any of the wide receivers? I mean, if, you, if you're really desperate, if injuries or something like Lazard, that. Lazard, you still see as what? Low end wide receiver three. Yeah, well, he's a flex player. Yeah, at best. I'd rather play Auden Tate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought the question was just MVS or oh, Lazard. Oh, yeah, I still think I'd go MVS. I would go Lazard hmm. over those. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, take your shot if you want. I guess Lazard's the guy that popped off last week. So, and then Jimmy Graham, I think is a f- okay play. I think he's a fine play this week. Take your shot on Jimmy Graham. Play that game. Sure. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers great start this week play him he's one of those guys that can be matchup proof but aaron Rodgers play him uh this week and yeah that's it raiders side josh jacobs 
I'm kind of concerned about Josh Jacobs this week. Really? Yeah. I mean, the Packers still are not great against the run. Yeah, I think the Packers could easily get out to a huge lead here. Josh Jacobs, they just put in, like, Jalen Rashard, and Rashard just gets a ton that, of work. That Raiders defense isn't as bad as you may think. Like, they're, they're not that bad. Uh, yeah, but are they better than the Lions? Because the Packers pretty much put on a show against the Lions. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But, like, the, Ra- the Raiders, like, that pass rush is pretty good. Uh, we saw it in, like, the last matchup against the Bears. They went off. So, I don't expect Jacobs to have a great week. I expect, like, 11 points. That's that's fine. Yeah, but, I mean, I just... 11 points, 10 points, like, lower end, mid-tier RB2. That's kind of what I'm expecting from Jacobs this week. I mean, it's not like if they get down 14 nothing, you're just going to, like, abandon the run at that point. Uh, there's still plenty of time in that Packers game. do have a decent secondary. It's not... Yeah, that's why they're going to run the ball. It, and, it's and possible. Like, if they get any goal line opportunities, Josh Jacobs will get the ball. They're going to pound it up the middle, and he's going to fall into the end zone. So, I mean, I think he I think he does have the upside to be, like, like the like 15, 18 point range uh, with, like, with that end zone upside. So, I, I mean, I feel fine about Josh Jacobs this week. Uh, You're still probably playing him. Yeah. But I'm not I'm just saying I'm not excited. Tyrell Williams I think he's a fine I think he's a high end wide receiver three play, I would say. Not wide receiver two level, but I say high end wide receiver three. He's the number one, not the greatest matchup in the world, but he's seemed to just get the ball and get a touchdown in like all his games, so no matter what the matchup is. So I mean Tyrell you might be playing him as a flex and I think that's okay. Darren Waller, you're playing, and Derek Carr, you're not. You're not playing him no. ever. And uh, let's go to the next one. Another one o'clock game. The Los Angeles Rams take on the Falcons at home. This should be the Falcons are at home. FYI, mm-hmm. this should be a great game. Uh, hopefully, the Rams can get back on track here. Jalen Ramsey, I'm assuming he's playing. From all indications, I'm assuming he's playing. It's. I think it's early enough in the week that he will be out there. Yeah. Uh, so. The Rams side, Todd Gurley was probably going to miss the game. I'm guessing as of now he's going to miss the game. Yeah. If he plays, you're probably playing him. But if he misses, Malcolm Brown could even miss too. So keep an eye on that. Malcolm Brown's dealing with an injury. Daryl Henderson Daryl Henderson. If, if both he of them are good. out, if both of them are out, I'd play Daryl Henderson like right away in your lineup. Yeah, he he as looked, a low end RB two. He looked really good this past week, and like obviously he had like limited opportunities with Malcolm Brown getting the the like, the majority of the workload. But I mean, I, Daryl Henderson he looked much much more efficient than Malcolm Brown did last week. And then all three wide receivers, you're still starting all three. Uh, Jared Goff, do you play him? Yes, he is on the road. It's Jared yes. Goff on the road, but yeah, you're confident. A lot of confidence. He's gonna okay. bounce back. He's been Jared Goffle. Uh, he's he's gonna bounce back. Uh, yeah, I feel really good about Jared Goff. What about Gerald Everett? He was a hot waiver claim a week ago. Uh, are you starting here him in this matchup? I mean, you might have to. It's probably what a low end tight end one. Yeah, this yeah. Week. I mean, I think he's like borderline top ten uh, range this week uh, heading into uh, that matchup. I mean, I, th- I think he's a pretty solid play overall. I mean, just the landscape of tight ends. Uh, Everett, he we've seen the potential there. He's had that high volume of targets. I think two of the last three weeks i mean last week didn't really work out for him uh he just missed like missed a really long touchdown if jared goff would have just hit the throw he was literally wide open no one within at least five or six yards of him so i I, if he makes that catch we're talking about a completely different story uh this week ever it's a fine play uh the falcon side 
You're playing Devonta Freeman at this point now? Yeah. Uh, back with the Rams, you're playing all three of the receivers as well. Yeah, Cooked. we said that already. Yeah. Oh, did but... we? I, eh, yeah, it's I, okay. You know, I zoned out. It's fine. It's all right. Uh, but, but yes, you're playing all three wide receivers. Even if one of them probably won't have a great game. One of them's going to have an off game. It could be Rob. It's not going to be Cooper Cup probably at this. You would still order them Cup. Would you go Cup, Woods, Cooks? That's how I would For go. this week? In general. In general, I would go Cup, Woods, Cooks, but this week I think Brandon Cooks. Yeah, has, he, yeah. I think, I think Cooks has a week. He probably has more upside than Robert. Eh. I don't know. It, we, they're all we, so good we, this week. We've though. seen the Falcons this, struggle mightily against his vertical threats. Yeah. And I, I just think Cooks finally gets his. But the Falcons side, Devonta Freeman, he's proving to at least be able to get the job done in the receiving yeah. game. I think he was 19 for 88 last week on the ground. So. Devonta Freeman's a plug-and-play RB2 at this point. Um, you're, I think if you can trade him on crazy high value right now, you can try moving him. If you have depth where you drafted him, you probably don't. But if you do, you could try moving him for a guy like maybe I would target Marlon Mack or Chris Carson maybe. Would you rather have Chris Carson or Devonta Freeman? Chris Carson. Yeah. So. Easy. Uh, then for the wide receivers, you're playing Julio. What about Ridley or Sanu? Uh, I would consider all three uh, for this week. Um, they are they are in that dome there. They they thrive when they are at home. Matt Ryan looks about a thousand times better when he is at home in that Mercedes Benz uh, Superdome. I think that's the that's, that's New Orleans, right? Uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. What do they call it there? It's it's still Mercedes. No it's Mercedes Benz something. Uh, Mercedes Lewis Stadium. Mercedes, Got it. Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> the running back for, or the tight, the tight end, end. Tight end for the. This show's so stupid. <laughs> Tight end for the Packers. Um, <laughs> but, no, okay, so you're fine starting... Now, you're fine with, what, Ridley and Sanu as wide receiver three levels? Yes. Okay. I mean, Ridley, obviously, coming into the year, he was a lot of people's wide receiver two. Uh, he has taken a step back this year. I mean, in the first two weeks, he looked great. I'd rather have him than Sanu. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then for... Tight end, Austin Hooper, he's plug and play every week. Every now. single week. He's leveled up in a huge way. I think he's what the number two tight end number one, number yeah, two. I think he's I think he's number he might be number one he now. He might be number one. I we don't have, know. We have to fact check that, but Um and then Matt Ryan, you're playing every week too. Yeah. Now. So both of them. Then moving on to the Texans at Colts. Texans. Carlos Hyde's proving he can get the job done. He had a great week last week. Carlos Hyde, you're playing him in this game against the Colts as a low-end RB2? What do you think? Him and him and Duke Johnson obviously Hyde's the one you want to own mm -hmm. at this point. I think your Carlos Hyde is a great flex. If you can flex Carlos Hyde, I think it's a really good flex. I think most weeks Carlos Hyde could make a lower-end uh, running back too. I know Indy, they have been pretty good against the run. Um, they are in like that like that top half uh, against the run. So it's not like the greatest matchup, but it's definitely not like an unbeatable matchup uh, for Carlos Hyde. Obviously he does have a high touchdown uh, potential uh, when, when they get the goal line, they're going to feed him. So look for that. Uh, I mean, I think Duke Johnson, he's been pretty valuable the last few weeks, especially in PPR formats. He's still putting up really solid, uh, really solid flex type numbers. So you could probably flex both of them this week. And then you're playing Deandre Hopkins. Obviously do you think, is this his bet? Bounce back game now where he's the crazy blow you know, up game. I mean he's been okay, I, I, but I, I hope so. Like it's just a matter of time. Like he's getting the targets. It's just the he, we just have not seen that huge blow up game since week one. It could happen. It could happen. Uh then 
tight ends, I wouldn't take a shot on any of them. If you want, you can. Texans have a few tight ends. Uh, then Deshaun Watson, play him. Colts side, Marlon Mack, great play this week. Wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, also I think he's a good play. T.Y. is a great play this week. And that's probably it for the Colts side for me. Would you consider streaming Brissett? Yes, I think I might. Ebron, you play Ebron this week? I would play Ebron as well. I'm... I just picked him up, I think. Now, the Texans are fourth against the fantasy tight end, but... You're just hoping just to get a volume touchdown. At that point. You're, you're basically just playing uh, touchdown roulette at this point. Uh, if he gets one, It should be fine. a high-scoring game. Yeah, you Texans would... and Colts, you're just hoping Ebron catches one of those touchdowns. And, and, and you know, T.Y. doesn't end up with a two-touchdown game or Marlon Mack. You know, I, I could really use a T.Y. two-touchdown game. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. I you're re- still lose. I could, I might, I, someone's going to go for another 40 points. It's probably. Fine. It's fine. Uh, They're going to ruin my birthday this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it is Justin's birthday. Reach out to him on Twitter. Wish Woo! him a happy birthday at Justin Herforth. Yeah, you don't have any other weird stuff in your no, hat, right? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> then for the next game at 1 o'clock, there's a lot of 1 o'clock games. The 49ers take on the Redskins. 49ers side of the ball. 49ers defense. 49ers defense, <laughs> you're playing them. Yes, with a lot of confidence. Are you that you're that confident? Uh, are, did the Redskins? It's Keenum though, right? It's Keenum. I don't know. I don't. I think they're an okay that, play, that, but that Niners Redskins defense, at home. I don't care. With Terry McLaurin. I, d- I don't care. And Vernon Davis. <laughs> it doesn't. You're trying to like talk yourself into this. And hey, hey, McLaurin's valuable. It's just uh, not good. But 49ers, Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman, they're low end RB twos. They're fine plays this week. Yeah, low to mid end RB twos. Wide receivers. I'm still no go for me on the wide receivers. Are you taking the shot? Uh, if, you're if, ta- if you're taking a shot on any of these guys, I just rostered Dante Pettis. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it he, would be him. He's playing. The, he's playing the major, like, majority of majority snaps. of snaps right now. Uh, Debo Samuel. He's kind of banged up at this point. Uh, I think he saw six targets last week. Um, almost came through with a touchdown the last couple games. So we're just kind of waiting to see with him. We're kind of waiting for one of these guys to break out. And I think if it's any of these guys, it's going to be Dante Pettis. We saw last year. I think it could happen again this year as well. George Kittle, play him. Redskins side. Adrian Peterson. No. Don't play him. Do not play him. I would not play him this week. If you can trade him, trade him. Um, Just sit him on your bench at this point. I just... I want nothing to do with AP this week. Uh, that 49ers uh, front seven, they are ruthless. Nick Bosa will uh, basically just really much bruise AP's ego at this point. <laughs> You're going to see him like throwing his helmet on the sideline so he hit the backfield consistently. Uh, it's just not where I want to be. Chris Thompson. Lineup. He's banged up right now. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play or not. I think he has turf toe, so I'm, I'm going to lean towards him being out this week. Keep an eye on Darius Geis if he's available in your free agency as well. Yes. Just a, just a note for when he comes back. He could be a league winner in the playoffs somehow. Uh, then Terry McLaurin. McLaurin, you're playing. You probably have to. Like, just in the fact that he's been gr- so great so far. Even low and wide receiver two? Even in t- yeah, I would say lower end wide receiver two. I uh, don't expect the huge blow-up week from him this week. But if he gets a touchdown, that's great. Uh, he still has a pretty safe floor. And that's about it for the Redskins, huh? So really, we're just playing McLaurin. Basically McLaurin this week. Yeah. Moving over to the Cardinals at the Giants. Both awful defenses. 
So, will there be a lot of scoring, you think? A lot of offense? Uh, I would lean towards yes. If Saquon's back. He, so, now, he probably will be back, he, right? He was a full participant today in practice as well. I just read an article yesterday um, saying that he's playing angry now. Uh, he said he's going to come out being 10 times better than he was. Oh, boy. So, if that's even possible, humanly possible, um, I'm plugging him in my lineup. I'm going to play him. I say he's the number one running back on the week this week. Oh, you think so? That big of a week for number Saquon. Number one. Number one. Okay. Against the Cardinals, it's a great matchup. For the Giants, you're playing Evan Ingram. He should be back. Yes. Good to go. Play him. Should be top five tight end against the Cardinals, especially against the Cardinals. And then you're playing Golden Tate, wide receiver three. Yeah, sure. If Sterling Shepard's back, wide receiver three. If Shepard's back, I'm not playing. You're not playing Tate? If Shepard's back, I'm not. But there's been no indication Shepard will be back this week. Mm -hmm. So uh, if he is out, I would flex Golden Tate. And for the Cardinals side, if Christian Kirk's back, are you playing him? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a good, good play this week. Then David Johnson, he should be fine. Chase Edmonds... You got you got to keep Chase Evans rostered at this point. Uh, David Johnson's still dealing with that back injury, so if, if it flares up again, Chase Edmonds he becomes a like really valuable piece. He'll assume the, basically the full workload at that point, so uh, he could potentially be a high end like mid to low. Uh, I don't know, like somewhere in that RB two range. He could uh, definitely really benefit your starting roster moving forward. Larry Fitzgerald, you're playing him as a wide receiver oh, two. Love Fitz this week. He's he's just the safe wide receiver two play every week at this point. It's kind of how he's been his whole career, honestly. Just, like, consistent wide receiver, too. Then, Kyler. Great play. Play Kyler. And, yeah, you're starting most Cardinals options if they're healthy. You're probably starting them. Just do not play the Cardinals defense. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) Then, the Chargers at Titans. Chargers, who are you starting on their team? And how are you feeling about... They're offensive pieces right now. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't really feel great about most of these guys. Like, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, you probably need to play them at this point. I just, I don't like them. Melvin Gordon, he has not looked good so far this year. Uh, Austin Eckler, he looked really bad last week. It's just, and they're like, they're in a really bad timeshare at this point. Basically a 50-50 split. So that's kind of a rough place to be right now. Um if you can somehow stay away, do, but you likely cannot. Uh, the Titans' defense, they are pretty good uh, front seven, so they are pretty good at nullifying the run. Uh, probably the only guys I would like feel somewhat confident with are Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry this yeah, week. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, even Phillip Rivers, I don't... I don't even want to play him that much this week. No, like he's, he's been turning the ball over a ton the last couple games, so I just... And, and not, normally I'd say start up all your Charger pieces, yeah. but this week against the Titans, it's if you have other options, you should you should uh, go with them. Titans side, Derrick Henry, you're playing him. I think that's it. You think a big game from Henry? You're expecting? I, I think I expect a huge game from Derrick Henry this week, uh, especially with the break uh, news yesterday that uh, Ryan Tannehill is or is earlier today. I don't know, uh, but Ryan Tannehill is the new starting quarterback. It might have been announced Titans. late last night. I don't know. Uh, it was sometime last night or this morning. But uh, anyway, Ryan Tannehill is the new starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, that's basically the end of an era for Marcus Mariota. They're in Tennessee. Um, 
I think they're basically the, the same kind of player, uh, both underachievers, kind of same skill set there. Uh, we're just going to see if Tannehill can be a little bit of a step up. Uh, maybe if you want to stash a couple guys down the road, maybe like A.J. Brown could see a little more value uh, as the season goes on. But Tannehill has to be better. than He can't be worse, like, right? He has to be better for <laughs> Derrick Henry's fantasy value, and I guess that's really the only fantasy piece you're even looking at. I mean, this week, the only guys I would consider from Tennessee are like Derrick Henry or maybe Delaney Walker. Yeah. That's about it. Yep, that's about it. And Titans defense... Uh, I would consider them. I uh, think they're a they're, fine play. Yeah, they're 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 a pretty they're, solid. They're a good waiver play if you have yeah. to pick up a defense. They're a good waiver. Absolutely. Play. Even the Chargers defense isn't a terrible waiver play. I think with Tannehill, he could yeah. easily turn the ball over a couple times. But, yeah, and, they could. You know, I, I don't expect the Titans defense to have any or the Chargers defense to have any crazy stat line, but mm-hmm. they can come away with like eight points for you, which sometimes is all you want. Saints at Bears. Then uh, on the Saints side, you're playing Alvin Kamara. If he's in the game, yeah, like they, they were saying he's dealing with like high ankle sprain issues or something like that, like something along those lines, and they didn't quite come out and say, yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. They were saying he has high ankle issues. If he's out, you're playing Murray. Yeah, uh, Murray is a fine play. Uh, if he is the starter, he'll get basically the full workload at that point, and the Saints they are able to run the ball pretty efficiently, so Murray would be a fine play for you. Michael Thomas, you're playing, and that's it. That's it. Bears side. You're playing Allen Robinson. Yeah. Montgomery is. No, boo, boo, boo. I think I think he's a low end RB two. Ooh. Ah. Uh, I think I he's guess. a low end RB two. I guess. I mean, I would, I would. I might flex him. I just. I don't. I. Do you expect Mon- this to be a low scoring game? <sighs> For him. What? <laughs> in general. <laughs> uh, I mean, Trubisky uh, in, should be back, right? Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. I think Trubisky might be back. I don't know. I think he, he might have... Pre- I'm going to look it up while Justin's talking about the rest of the Bears here. Do you consider Taylor Gabriel at all? Um, if Trubisky's healthy, maybe. Uh, they're like they're kind of just flyers at this point. Uh, it's just really kind of tough to pinpoint who's going to be the breakout star uh, for the Bears most weeks. Uh, and you mentioned Allen Robinson. He's the safest play there. He's looked great so far, uh, especially the last few games. Uh, he's finally establishing himself as that uh, wide receiver one in that offense. Uh, so he's the main pass catcher I would look to play. Uh, Trey Burton, I'm still staying away from him. Uh, Tariq Cohen... Keep him on your bench at this point. Um, he's not droppable uh, just because like, the way I look at things, obviously, if you see a guy on the waiver wire and you would go, oh, wow, I'm going to pick this guy up, Sure, I would I would not drop him at sure. that point. Uh, news on Trubisky, Wednesday. This is today. He will participate in Wednesday's practice. That was at 1 p.m. Coach Matt Nagy said that he is cautiously optimistic. Trubisky will be ready to start Sunday's game against the Saints. So there's optimism about Trubisky playing. I do think it's an upgrade to the offense if Trubisky plays. Is it, though? I think it is. I think it is. I think he he has better mobility, so he can scramble down the field. He'll get first downs, get Montgomery and opportunities to score. I think Montgomery is, if Trubisky's playing, he's a low-end RB2. If he's not playing, i probably keep him on my bench. Ravens at Seahawks. Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Play him. Mark Ingram, play him. Marquise Brown, probably not. Uh, if you have a better option, you probably won't. Uh, they're still kind of waiting to see what like the pack, like practice reports are with him. Um, if he's healthy, I mean, you might not have a better option, but he's. You might not, but but if 
he's people were he's picking off Brown play. off waivers in the beginning, yeah, so you I, might. I mean, you could have traded players away. Uh, it, it, just have him as like your depth. I th- Hollywood Brown, I think he's an okay play. Uh, Seattle secondary is still not that scary to me. Personally, they are pretty beatable in that regard. It's their front sevens where they get their damage done. Uh, he's he's an all right play. I, I might consider flexing Hollywood, but nothing more than that. Mark Andrews, you're playing him. Mark Andrews, no doubt. Seahawks side, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. These are automatic plays every single week, along with Russell Wilson. Will Disley, unfortunately, out for the season. Mr. Montana. Man, that's sad. Luke Wilson, do you consider picking him up? Do you have a free roster spot? I know you're going to consider picking him up. <laughs> I mean, the only the only reason I'm not going to pick him up is because right now I have Eric Ebron and Chris Herndon, and I'd much rather have both those guys than Luke Wilson. So I'm going to just relax how I am. But deeper league, 16-team league, you can try and pick him up. Do you start either defenses, Ravens or Seahawks? Uh, I personally would not. I think this is a higher scoring game this week. Uh, the Ravens, they, they did just acquire Marcus Peters. I don't know how much of a difference that will make. Peters has not looked very good so far this season. Uh, so we're going to wait and see with that. He'll most likely be on Tyler Lockett. So maybe DK Metcalf has a good game as well uh, this week. Baltimore secondary, they're just not that good overall. Um, so I, I think a lot of points will be scored from both sides. All right, now let's break down the Eagles game on Sunday night football. Wow, that was dramatic. Thank you. All right. Are the Eagles going to win? Yes. Okay, all right. You heard it here. The Eagles are going to win. Now, what did you say last week about the Eagles, Justin? You know, I, you can't win them all. <laughs> um, I I think, like, prediction-wise this year, I think that's my second incorrect pick for the Eagles. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just I got that one wrong. I got the Atlanta game wrong. Well, the fact that the Cowboys lost last week was huge. This is a very important game. Eagles need to win this. Obviously, they don't win. They're still in the running, but this is a big game. Eagles side, you're playing Alshon Jeffrey as wide receiver wide, two. Wide receiver, wide receiver two this week for Alshon. Uh, Carson Wentz, you're going to be playing him. Uh, he's still a startable asset for you. Uh, I I put him like probably like the seven to nine range there. Um, he's not like that elite option this week, but he can put up like the eighteen to twenty points for you. Uh, he's pretty safe in that regard. He's been around that quarterback ten all season, uh, except for the I believe the Jets game. That was his lowest scoring game uh, where they just basically ran the ball the entire yep. time. So uh, game script usually favors Carson Wentz uh, airing it out a little bit. Uh, Zach Gertz, you're playing him. Dallas got it. We're seeing him get a little more involved each week. Uh, I, I still wouldn't play him, but he's kind of got like an eye to keep. Got to keep an eye on uh, as the season goes on. I think they're gonna get, they're gonna get him a little more involved. Uh, and if Deshaun Jackson's back, that would be a huge upgrade for Carson oh, yeah. Wentz as well. So kind of keep an eye on that. Keep on the reports. Uh, Doug Peterson just keeps saying he's getting close. Uh, who knows what that means at this point? Yeah, really. Uh, so we're gonna wait and see with him. If Deshaun's active, big boost to that entire Eagles offense. Um, Are you playing him right away if he's active? Uh, part of me like would want to. I, I just, probably. Oh. You probably have a better option. Yeah. You probably do. I think he's a good flex though. If if he's active in a full go, sure. It's just kind of tough. I'd being, rather have him over like guys like Auden Tate. Yeah. 
the it, guys you're debating. It's just tough because it's a Sunday night matchup, and you don't know if his yeah, status will be yeah, released that's... right away. So I would just still go with like an Auden Tate this week. That's really true. Just kind of wait and see with Deshaun. Uh, at that point, uh, running back wise for the Eagles, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, I would play both of them. Uh, this you week, play both. I would play both. I would I would flex. I don't really want to play I would, either. I would flex Miles Sanders. He's getting heavily involved in the passing game. Uh, we've seen him the last couple weeks. He's been. I think he has the longest passes for the Eagles, like every week. Yeah, he's been really efficient through the air, uh, especially with Darren Sproles uh, being out the last couple weeks and Corey Clement being placed on IR. Uh, we're seeing a lot more Miles Sanders through the air. And Jordan Howard, he's still a great goal line threat. They're going to punch it in with him uh, most likely at, when they get in the red zone. So they're both pretty solid plays for you. And Cowboys side, you're playing Zeke. You're playing Amari Cooper if he's healthy. Either way, mm-hmm. even if Cooper isn't healthy, play Michael Gallup. Yep. Uh, he, Gallup's he, a great play. He's a great play no matter what. This Eagles secondary is bad, man. <laughs> so it's bad. bad. It's bad. Oh. Uh, Jason Witten... You want to take a shot on him? Sure. He um, historically does well against the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, do we get the toupee with it or no? No. Toupee not included? Nope. Oh, God. Not oh, included. Oh, no. <laughs> not included. Um, If the toupee was included, top five tight end. <laughs> uh, I'll, I think he's around like seven or eight, though, uh, as bald Jason Witten. Oh, well. So, it's still okay. You can take the shot on Witten if you want. I'd still prefer a guy with higher touchdown upside like Jimmy Graham, Eric Ebron. Uh but if you want to take a shot, go ahead. But going back to the Eagles secondary, I saw like a basically like a little clip of like the one touchdown. I think the second touchdown to Stephon Diggs. Literally, there were three wide open receivers. Literally, it just came down to which way Kirk Cousins <laughs> looked. Like they were literally all wide open. All three of them could have taken in for a touchdown. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. If only there was like a cornerback they could have traded for, or something like that. That w- that was like one of the best in the league. Yeah. If only there was maybe like a guy like. I don't know. Maybe like Jalen Ramsey. I heard he was available. Hmm. If only. Okay, and moving to the last game, the last matchup on Monday Night Football, the Patriots at the Jets. This should be a What good are we game. doing, Howie? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still getting over it. Oh, you're still getting over I'm, it. I'm getting over it. <laughs> it's fine. Will you ever be over it? If the Eagles get Jalen Ramsey, oh my God, that would help out so much. Anyway, Patriots at Jets. Patriots... Josh Gordon, man, I don't even want to play him if he's healthy. At this point, you're waiting for another breakout game. Josh Gordon's probably riding your bench. Guys, I would start. Obviously, Julian Edelman, he's starting. Uh, running backs, I'm starting. James White, as well as Sony Michelle. Uh, Michelle, I think he's going to have a pretty solid RB2 game there. James White, he's a flex every single week. He's uh, really safe with his value, and especially in PPR formats, he's a safe uh, 9 to 11 points uh, basically every single week. Uh, the only game he missed was for the birth of his child. Other than that, he's been pretty consistent for you. And if he finds the end zone, that's a, like a nice bonus for you. He got one call back last week. He was about an inch short. Um, but, yeah, he's looked good so far. Yeah, you can't bench the, Patri- bench the Patriots defense either. I think the Patriots point. defense is like the seventh or eighth highest scoring like player in yeah. fantasy football. Yeah, you got to play him. Jets side, Le'Veon Bell you're playing. Robbie Anderson is a bench. complete bench for Bench you. or maybe a desperation flex. Yeah. I mean, you like season long, like you said earlier, but not this week. Chris Herndon, if he is active and playing, I'd still Why wait. Not? You can you can take the shot, but I'd I'd wait. Like I said, again, I'd prefer the guys that we already know their role, like Jimmy Graham and Eric Ebron. And that about does it for the matchups. Yeah. Uh, let's get into our phenomenal starts of the week. 
you can lead it off with your quarterback. Let's try and get through these somewhat quickly. This is already a pretty long episode. Yeah, so my quarterback start of the week is none other than the man I just called, Jared Goffel. Jared Goff is my start of the week. Um, Atlanta, they've allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterback in the last two weeks. He was torched by Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. I think that trend continues. Jared Goff, he bounces back in a big way in Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to knock out my quarterback and wide receiver here, mainly because they're a pair. My quarterback's Josh Allen. My wide receiver is John Brown. Explanation doesn't have to be long for this. It's the fact that they're playing the Dolphins at home. That's about it. You don't need anything else. John Brown's the number one target for Josh Allen in this offense. They're going to move the ball. Josh Allen's going to get rushing yardage. He'll probably have a touch, rushing touchdown in this game. You should be starting both of them. Even over options like... Let's see. Who's... who's? Okay, I would play Josh Allen over... Oh, who would be a solid option? Philip Rivers. Play him over Philip Rivers. Jared... Uh, not Jared... Um, Josh Allen or Carson Wentz? Yeah, I'll take Josh Allen. I'll take Josh Allen. I really like him. I think he's the top, probably, might even be top five option this week. Josh Allen or Jared Goff? Josh Allen. Playing the Dolphins. Come on, give me him. So, actually, my pair was also, I I also had a pair for my wide receiver. My wide receiver start of the week is Brandon Cooks of of the Rams. Uh, I really think it's finally his After week. After two bad weeks. After two bad weeks. Uh, I th- I called his huge game against the Saints. I'm hoping I'm consistent again with that prediction. Uh, the Falcons struggle mightily against that de- uh, vertical deep threat. We saw it with Will Fuller. Even Calvin Ridley got in the end zone last week for the Falcons. Uh, I really do think that trend continues with Brandon Cooks. He's just he's really due. The, uh, he's looked good in his limited opportunities. Uh, just the fact of Jared Goff getting him the ball with him struggling. He hasn't really been able to get anybody the ball except for Cooper Cup. So I really think Goff breaks out. And by default there, Brandon Cooks breaks out as well. Yeah. Moving into running backs. My running back start. You guys shouldn't be surprised at this point. I love this guy. Clearly, he was one of my crushes. Marlon Mack. Play him. Just play Marlon Mack this week. Uh, Colts are going up against the Texans. It's not the most, it's not the greatest matchup in the world against the Texans, but Marlon Mack is going to have at least 20 carries in this game. At least he should. He'll be involved in the passing game. Uh, He's just, honestly, he's a low tier RB1, and you didn't draft him at that price. So, Marlon Mack, great play this week. Uh, expect him to put up 15 to 20 points. So my running back start of the week is Derrick Henry of the Tennessee oh, Titans. Oh, yes. I didn't know this, but I yes. like it. Yes. Uh, Derrick Henry is my start of the week. The Chargers, they struggle against the run. That's probably their biggest weakness on defense. Uh, they are in the bottom half of the NFL uh, in defending the run, especially against the fantasy running back. Uh, so that Tennessee offense, they're going to be living and dying from Derrick Henry. Uh, the last... Four weeks, his carry total went 17, 27, 20, and 15. Even last week when they looked really bad against the uh, the Broncos, it was a really negative game script. They still gave him 15 carries, so that really does bode well for Derrick Henry. And with the Chargers really struggling, it could be a lower-scoring game, so it could really just bode in the favor of Derrick Henry. Uh, I think you could get close to 30 carries again for him. Oh, I hope so. That would be fantastic. Then moving on to tight ends, I have Jimmy Graham. Uh, this is just based on the fact they're playing the Raiders. 
at home. I'm just giving you the extra push to grab him off waivers and play him this week over some other options. Uh, this isn't someone that's going to put up top five numbers. This isn't an elite tight end. This is just a waiver play. So I'm saying he's my start of the week because of the waiver situation at tight end and the amount of teams that are on by. What do you got? So I wanted to go with Evan Ingram, but that's too obvious because they, they play Arizona. So I went with Mark Andrews. Oh, that's a little obvious, too. No, it's not. You know, when you're comparing Jimmy Graham to Mark Andrews, but I'll let it slide. Go ahead. You've had some bad ones. Pitcher pitcher cage. Um, Seattle, they're fourth worst against the fantasy tight end, so it's a huge draw. Uh, Mark Andrews had struggled for a little bit for for a few weeks there. Exactly. Uh, So it's more or less like a confidence play. Uh, You likely, if you have Mark Andrews, you likely have two tight ends on your team. Probably. In that case, so I feel a lot of confidence playing uh, him this Sunday, uh, especially in a very plus matchup against Seattle and what will likely be a very high scoring game. I hope you guys are ready for my defense this week. My phenomenal start at defense is the Buffalo Bills against the Dolphins. You know, (laughs) I think this is the most Bills heavy segment we're ever gonna have yes it is but i mean when you play against the dolphins at home i you should play all your bills yeah start the bills defense the dolphins have not been good ryan fitzpatrick's gonna be the quarterback this week we know fitzpatrick does the same type of thing Jameis winston does where he'll throw for like four interceptions in the game they're probably gonna be down he might be airing the ball out bills are gonna have interceptions uh just Play the Bills defense, please. Play everyone on their team. And then my start on defense is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, They've been great this year. Uh, Coming into the year, uh, they were pretty much ranked as the worst overall defense, and basically in fantasy football. Uh, How quickly the tables have turned, or as Michael Scott of the office says, oh, how the turntables have, followed by an awkward stare and silence. (laughs) Um, so that's just that's San Francisco walking into every single fantasy uh, experts, uh, basically boardroom there, and they're just staring at them, and then they walk out. Uh, but the 49ers, they've been great. Uh, last two weeks, they put up 19 and then respectively 10 fantasy points against the L.A. Rams in what was deemed a very negative matchup. And now they get a very plus matchup against the Washington Redskins, who are 26th against fantasy defenses. So they allow a ton of points two fantasy defenses, a lot of turnovers, uh, and just basically a lot, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a sack fest, basically. Uh, they're in Washington, their offensive line. Sack fest. Sack fest. I've never heard that term, but I'm, I'm groundbreaking here. It sounds like something that'd be fun. Yeah. Let's all go to the sack fest, guys. Yeah, guys. Bring your sack down. <laughs> Let's all go to the sack fest. No, like, you know, this, you know, the brown sacks that you jump around, <laughs> you hop around and you jump the little gray, Knapsack. Okay. <laughs> and that's going to be the end of our show, guys. Follow us on social media. At, I'm at Phenom AC. Justin's at Justin Herforth. Our, uh, <laughs> our main Twitter is at the FF Phenoms. You guys should listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can listen to podcasts. Uh, if you want to comment on anything we talked about today. And if you made it this far, <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.